Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do in the face of an international disaster decades in the making? That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com, follow us on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. Hey, welcome back. I'm Lee Lonsberry. I'm grateful to you for tuning in today. I want to talk to you about silver linings. Uh, this, if you were listening earlier in the program, I described today's show as a meal of sorts. And there are various courses uh, we have, for the most part, gotten through the meat and potatoes of today. There's a little bit, there's some vegetables we have to eat later on. But right now, uh, how about some dessert? Uh, how about a positive uh, tone and a positive note. I want to talk to you uh, for a few minutes here about the uh, the silver linings. And this this conversation really kicked off because of an experience I had myself recently, and it was uh, it had to do with my little baby daughter. I've talked to you about her a number of times. Her her name's Piper. She uh, in just a few days will be six months old. She's my first daughter, my first child. She made me a dad. Uh, I'm very fond of her and each one of these milestones, as you I'm sure remember having with your own children, each one of these milestones is a miraculous thing to behold. It's a wonderfully beautiful thing to observe the anticipation behind, uh, you know, hearing laughter and rolling over and making sounds, ba, 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 ma, ma, ma. That stuff is priceless and beautiful and I uh, have, as each one of these milestones has presented itself, it's really given me a, a new appreciation for things. It's opened my eyes. Uh, it has made me into, I think, a more rounded uh, human being. I am very grateful to uh, little Piper, my daughter, and her mother uh, for, for this experience uh, and this chapter of my life in which I'm living right now. So how does that relate to this, uh, this idea of silver linings or uh, benefits or positives to have stemmed from the coronavirus and the way that you and I are working together to combat the coronavirus, making sure that uh, our behavior doesn't contribute to the spread of the virus or tax too much the uh, the capacity of the healthcare system in the hospitals. Well, it's because I, I got to witness one of these milestones because I was here. As you know, when I say here, I mean my guest bedroom. KSL has taken very seriously uh, our responsibility to uh, flatten the curve and practice good social distancing and working from home wherever possible. And technology uh, partnered up with the smart engineers we have working from KSL. They have uh, relocated me from the studio uh, down the street to my guest bedroom. I've got some equipment here. Uh, as I sit, I am uh, right here in my, in my own home. And on commercial breaks, I'll venture out into the rest of the home and I'll say hello to baby Piper and my wife Jessica. I'll grab some food in the in the kitchen and I'll uh, you know essentially enjoy the luxuries and the comforts of my own home. And uh, I certainly miss my coworkers. Uh, I can't wait to be back working face to face with producer Amy each day. I, uh, I miss Gustavo and, and Amber and Josh and all the uh, folks we uh, come together each day to to put this show together. I, I miss them and I look forward to seeing them again. But on Friday. 
uh, on Friday, uh, just about uh, a few hours before the show was about to start. I heard my wife from the kitchen. She say, uh, she said, uh, hey, Lee, uh, you want to come help with this? And I thought, well, I'm not sure what this is, but, uh, but I'm on board. So I walked out. And you know what we were doing? Little baby Piper has gotten to the age where uh, it's, uh, it's the time for us to try feeding her solid food. And I, I didn't even think, uh, I didn't think about that as a, as a milestone thing, but, uh, but it got me excited. Thus far, she's, uh, she's eaten, you know, her, her mother has fed her. Uh, she's been a, a breastfed baby up to this point, and as we move into this new step, uh, we got her in her brand new little baby seat. Uh, first time we plopped her down in there, we buckled her in so she was safe. Uh, and it was a little rice mixture, uh, rice uh, and milk. We mixed it up a little bit. And I, uh, because I was here working from the guest bedroom and not down the street in the KSL studios, I was able to take that little baby spoon uh, and do the little airplane noise and get it up to her face. And she opened her mouth a little bit, and I uh, uh, dumped a little bit of that rice pudding into her mouth and uh, was able to be there the first day uh, that my beautiful little baby girl tried solid food. And uh, <laughs> what happened next is funny, and there are pictures of it. If you make your way over to my KSL, uh, uh, or I'm sorry, my Lee Lonsberry Facebook page, you'll see what I'm talking about. She was not a fan. It, it turns out the books uh, teach that this is a process, and we'll get there eventually. Uh, but day one is, is not the day you should expect her to be chowing down uh, a mountain of solid food. No, this, we're just, these are baby steps. So to speak, uh, but I was able to see that I was able to participate in it. I was able to see the adorable face she made in response to this solid food. You know it looked like it looked like uh, as if she had eaten a lemon. You ever do that? You ever have a little baby, uh, you know, a little kid, let's say, a toddler or so, and you're maybe out at a restaurant and there's a lemon in the glass of water. You take that out, hand it to the baby, and <laughs> get your cell phone camera ready, uh, and they take a bite and make this sour, puckered-up face. Well, for whatever reason, that's the face that baby Piper made when she took her first bite of solid food. Uh, and we've been working on that the past couple of days. She's getting a little bit better. If, if you have any advice, uh, our, I, I, was, I told that story to illustrate you know, the silver linings and the positives that may be coming as a result of our response to the coronavirus. But I also uh, am taking advantage of this opportunity to beg you for some advice. If you have any advice on how to uh, get a baby into the solid food business, uh, I'd be more than eager to hear uh, your advice. Why don't, you, why don't you give me that advice on my Facebook page? Type in uh, Lee Lonsberry in Facebook. I've got a, a personal page, but you can, don't worry about that one. I've got one that's dedicated to this radio program. You'll see my face, and in the corner of the profile image, you'll see Live Mike, the name of this show. Click on there, scroll down a little bit, you're going to see, uh, <laughs> you're going to see like a, a montage of uh, photos of my little baby at various stages of her trying food for the first time. Puckering her face up, looking angry, uh, looking a little bit disgusted. It's cute stuff. Maybe right there, you give me some of your uh, advice uh, on how you got your child to enjoy solid food for the first time. So the, that, the point of that is that I truly do believe that there are benefits and positives which have come as a result. I was back and forth uh, brainstorming with Amy this morning, talking uh, about some of the things that, that she and I have experienced that have been uh, a blessing. And if I'm honest, it's not, it's not easy. It was not easy to put this list together. Because there are so many sacrifices that you are making. And I don't want my focus on the silver linings uh, to lead you to believe that I think that we are uh, in a good spot necessarily right now. Or that we are in a spot that I would advocate being the new normal. No, 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 no not at all. I, more than probably anyone you know, am anxious to get back to the way things were. I can't wait to see my friends. I can't wait to shake hands with my coworkers. I can't wait to be out. I want to go to a jazz game here soon. I want to go to a concert. Uh, and I want that to come about quickly. 
quickly, as quickly as possible, as quickly as is safely possible. All right, but the glass is occasionally half full. Uh, let's see if we can focus on that. So here's a, a little list. We, uh, I, of course, got to see the milestone with Piper. Uh, producer Amy pointed out that uh, there's a lot more time being spent uh, with family, that there are you know, husbands and wives spending more time together in the home. Uh, responsibilities of the home are maybe being shared uh, more evenly. The kids get to be home with mom and dad more often and with one another. Uh, as they would otherwise either be in the workplace or in school. So uh, time with the family is good. you got to be watch out for that, though. Uh, make sure that you're staying positive, staying happy, stay understanding and patient. Uh, we've heard some unfortunate data from the, the police re regarding domestic violence uh, that breaks my heart. Uh, but we're, we're able to <laughs> you know, keep, our, uh, keep our cool and stay uh, loving with one another. Uh, that is certainly a benefit. Uh, another one, uh, this one's interesting, and this one is taking place across the country. It has to do uh, with uh, car accidents. Because so many of us are working from home, there are far fewer fatal uh, car accidents around the country, and I believe that's proven true here. Uh, another one Amy shared almost in jest, but the, the chalk art. You see that on the sidewalks. If you find time to go out and walk and get some air in your lungs, uh, you see so much sidewalk chalk art by uh, young folks either giving messages to passersby or sometimes, and this, sometimes, this breaks my heart, uh, when there will be chalk art messages that are from, you know, Tina or whatever written up to uh, Grandma whose window looks down on that sidewalk. Uh, that's a heartbreaking thing. You'd wish that Tina would be able to just go knock on Grandma's door and give her a hug. Well, uh, not right now. Um, Oh, here's one that Amy pointed out. She uh, has been doing a lot of walking around the parks and around various communities, and she has observed that there are, uh, as compared to before this coronavirus, she sees so many more dads out walking on the trails or the walkways or the sidewalks with uh, their children. She's been uh, walking for a long time. Amy, that is, is a way to you know, keep her head uh, clear or whatever. whatever. That's one of the ways she spends her time, and she's uh, seen this change. So many more dads out, either on their bikes or walking side by side with their kids, and that's a good thing. That's a very, very good thing. Uh, all right, listen, we're going to take a break. Uh, when we come back, uh, we're going to be, as we were earlier, covering some of the results to emerge on Saturday night as the Democrats and the Republicans uh, revealed their convention results. Uh, there are some candidates that need to continue competing uh, to secure the nomination of their party, and there are some who have already secured it. We're going to be talking to one of those such candidates next. His name is Chris Peterson. He's a Democrat, and he would like your vote to send him to the governor's mansion. He's my guest next on Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry, and this is KSL News Radio.